Hey everybody, this is Alexis and you're watching the Power to Be Show podcast. We tend to separate work and faith into secular and spiritual spheres. But recent studies show that if faith work integration is emphasized in congregations, members experience work more positively and contribute positively to their workplace based on an article from Baylor University. On the Power to Be show, we are showing people every week the impact of recognizing how God impacts every aspect of your life. Dive in each week as Dr. Bird, who is both a pastor and professor, chats with various entrepreneurs and leaders in the community. This week, we have with us Troy Patrick, who is a licensed realtor with Compass Inc. After working almost eight years with the federal government, he decided to follow his passion and pursue his career in real estate. In addition to being passionate about real estate, he is also a devoted husband and father, and we are delighted to have him on the show. Before I turn it over to our host, all I ask is that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave a comment on the episode, and share with your circle. We all have the power to be. Now here is your host, Dr. Terrell Bird. Welcome to another episode of the Power to Me Show. Be creative, be connected, and be courageous. Worship does not stop on Sunday. Now, if you were going to give advice that you would say, a business owner must do this to succeed. Listeners, I hope that you have been blessed. Thank you, Alexis. It's so good to be back again on the Power to Be show. And I am delighted today to have with us a young man who is a real estate agent. His name is Troy Patrick, and I am just, I've learned a little bit about him, but I'm going to learn a lot more today. But it's so nice to have you on show. And Troy, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, good to have you. Good to have you. One of the things that I focus on a great deal is how we integrate our faith into our work. So I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But initially, Troy, what I want to do is to kind of get a little bit of the background scoop on Troy. So <laughs> so tell me, Troy, who is Troy Patrick? Um, I'm Troy Patrick. I'm a husband. Okay. I'm a father. I'm a man of God. Okay. Um, you know, hardworking man, just living the life. Man. All right, living living, living life. your best life. Living my best life. Yeah, yeah. So, tell me, you tell me something something about uh, growing up. Where did you grow up, and what was that like for you? Um, I grew up. I grew up with um my mom, uh, two my two sisters, and my stepdad. Okay. Um. Right in West Palm Beach. Okay. So we grew up in West Palm Beach. We moved to Lake Worth for a little bit, but primarily we we lived in West Palm. Okay. All my life. So so they used to say people that do that they're either townies or homies. Speaking. Do you want us to start over? Okay. 
So we, I usually call those either homies or townies. There's, because I, what I've found is a lot of people who are actually born in West Palm, they end up leaving uh, and going somewhere else. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's refreshing to hear someone say that I grew up here and I stayed here. And it looks like what you've done. So you grew up in the West Palm Beach area. What else can you yeah, tell Yeah, we grew up in West Palm. Um, you know, life wasn't, life wasn't hard growing up. You know, I had to do was just go to school, you know what I'm saying? But I've always been a hustler. Okay. So at a young age, you know, um, I was selling fireworks. I was selling Christmas trees. Well, you were selling fireworks. Okay. Yeah, I used to, I used to, um, we had ended up moving to Lake Worth or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I was between 10 and 13. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I wanted the fireworks. So I was like, I'm going to go, I asked the man one day, I jumped the wall to get something to eat. And I asked the man, I say, you need some help? (laughs) He was like, yeah, I'll pay you. i pay you every Friday. Wow. Wow. You got to pay me in cash. Just give me the fireworks. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was a kid. I just wanted to make sure me and my sister were straight. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did the fireworks. I helped. I helped with the pumpkins, you know what I mean? And then the Christmas trees. So it was like it was kind of in you to to kind of be what I say, an entrepreneur or or kind of making it out there on your own with your own uh, business expertise. So Oh, yeah. I mean, at ninth grade, my mama didn't have to buy me school clothes and shoes. Oh, like, okay. My 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade year, she never had to buy me school clothes and shoes. Okay. I was buying all my school clothes, school shoes in ninth grade. Wow. Yeah, it was a program I was a part of. Um, I wish they had it now for the kids, uh-huh. but it was called Work Essentials. Work so, Essentials. Yeah, so at Work okay. Essentials, how it worked was you go to the program every day like you're going to school, but uh-huh. it's really preparing you for the world. Wow. It's preparing you, it's teaching young men how to tie ties, how to um, yeah. apply for job applications, mm. create resumes, mm. um, showing you how to write, do checkbooks and yeah. deposit checks. So much of that is needed today. It's needed. We don't have it today. Yeah, we don't have it. I mean, uh, there's a big gap and it's hurting the community, particularly uh, the the uh, the minority community is really suffering because we don't have that kind of information poured into them. Now you say this was something that just was a part of uh, West Palm. That uh, no, this was actually it was a, it was a Palm Beach County thing, Beach I County. believe, okay. because uh, at the time I was in middle school, okay, so I, I was going to high school. So it was like my eighth grade summer going to ninth grade, okay, okay. and I did that my whole entire. High wow, school, wow, and so wow. my mama never had to worry about. It. I just told her, "You worry about toy and Tierra. I take care yeah, of me." Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's great mm-hmm. that you were doing something positive. So, so now, um, your high school, you went to. You did you go? What was <laughs> what was that like? Yeah, high school was a little, a little. It was crazy a little okay, bit for me. Okay. Now, I, I was, I would be what you would call a troubled student, but I wasn't a troubled student. Like it was okay. never any of my issues, but mm-hmm. I always had it. I was always involved. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like the Forrest Gump. I was I a just, defender. You were just there, right? Yeah. I, I got a sister who run her mouth too much. Okay, gotcha. You, you know what I mean? So she stayed in some drama, man. Okay. And you know, I, I'm big bro. Yeah, got so look out for sense. I mean, it is what it is, but yeah. So high school was a little rough, man. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was, I got, I ended up going to Lake Worth High, but then we was living in West Palm, so mm-hmm. it, it was too much trying to get up in the morning, driving from Palm Beach to Lake Worth every gotcha. morning. So we ended up switching schools. I went to um, Palm Beach Gardens. Okay. 
at Gardens. I got kicked out of Gardens. I oh got a, I actually got expelled from the Palm Beach County school system. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah. you were really defending your sister. <laughs> and it was crazy, man. It was it was crazy. Wow! So I yeah. ended up getting expelled, which it was a blessing because I was at Gardens and I was really low key, like mm -hmm. struggling with school. Mm -hmm. And Gardens was racist. Okay. So they were like at the time it was racist. Like my counselor, they weren't trying to help me okay. or none of that. Yeah. So when they expelled me, they tried to do me wrong. The school tried to do me wrong. Mm. So my mom threatened, was like, all right, if y'all do, if y'all expel my son, I'm going to the news. Mm. So they didn't wow. want that kind of attention. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they had pretty much let everybody else come back to school early, but they mm. done gave me 10 days in exposure. Wow. So I ended up getting being able to go to John Lyle Leonard. Okay. And I thank God for this black counselor, the female counselor, mm. man. If it weren't for her, wow, I probably would have never. Through, huh? Yeah, she yeah. she was a blessing. She was yeah. God sent. Yeah, it's amazing how many times I hear uh, people talk about, particularly in uh, in your generation, and before, how sometimes even the school can hamper and put a lid on the opportunities given to young people by discouraging them. Uh, and it, it could either be through discrimination, racism, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was going on. I yeah, mean, for yeah. me, it, it definitely was there yeah. at Gardens. Yeah, but John Alinda, I got that counselor. She, she, she was heaven sent. Yeah, well, see, then God put somebody in your life that yeah. could could really change the 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 table and things. Uh, so tell me now. So you you get out of high school because I want to see where this real estate connection. Develops. How did you real estate always was on my mind, right? So I remember I was young. Mm -hmm. I was real young, and my I didn't at the, at the time. My great grandma, she's still alive. My great grandma was was rich. So, but I'm thinking she was rich on real estate. Mm. I later found out that she was a multimillionaire through um a car ride. Her, my uncle, which is her son, was mm -hmm. killed. By eighteen wheeler or something like that, and she was she inherited oh, a lot of money, millions of dollars. Wow! Right, but at the time I didn't know Granny had that. I just know Granny. <laughs> Granny used to keep a big old knot of money inside <laughs> of a black pouch, and she would put that black pouch yeah. in her bra. Yeah, and you knew what it was, <laughs> and she would go to the highlight every day. She had the highlight spending money, and my uncles used to go collect her rent checks. Okay, so that's what got my attention. Wow! I'm yeah. Like, Dang. Wow. Grandma. Yeah, so grandma had she was already in the real estate business. Yeah, my she grandma had... owned real estate in Greenwood, Pinewood. Then she lit she owned a big old house over there on 42nd Street. Okay. On, 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 on the on the canal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was a big house. So I just thought all that money came from her being a landlord. Okay. Yeah, I ain't know that it was it yeah, was the settlement else. that she got. Yeah. yeah. But but even with that, she took advantage of that and invested in yeah. that so that she could do it. Wow. So wow. So, so that's what started my interest with real estate. Okay. Okay. So out of high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want I knew I had to get away. I wanted to get away. My mama wouldn't let me. Okay. So I, I was like, look, I want to go to Orlando, go to college up there. She wouldn't let me. And I had I known what I know now, I would have just bucked and went on my own. Mm, you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. at the time, yeah, I was 18, but I really didn't need her approval. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it well, is what it is. You respect right? your mom. Yeah. I respect that. So yeah. now 
I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm, mm-hmm. I always had a good job. So I okay. ended up getting a job at Costco. Then I ended up working for the state. Okay. So I worked for the state doing um Department of Juvenile Justice. Okay. okay. I did that for about a year. And then during my time there, I met um a sergeant, Sergeant K. And like he became a mentor to me. Okay. So like every every day at um every Sunday, right? We go to work. Mind you, we're working with juvenile inmates mm. that's 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 in there getting ready to go to the county, whether wow. they're going for a murder charge mm-hmm. or whether they getting shipped out to a level 8, 10, 12 program, mm-hmm. right? Juvenile prison. So on Sundays, I go to work and it was like, that's a day where we finna make the kids get up. You walk on the, knock on the door, hey y'all, get on up, clean your room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. snap your dorm, flip your mat, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But during that time, while they cleaning up, I'm playing my gospel. Okay. Mr. K, and yeah. if you go walk down the hallway, Mr. K got his door wide open and he playing his gospel. Okay. Right? So we in the, like, I'm playing my gospel, he playing his gospel, and then it'll be times where like, I'll be able to get some free time. So I wow. get my free time. I don't go high or nothing. I go yeah. in there and sit with Mr. K. All right. And Mr. K will sit there and he'll mentor me. He'll tell me what I need to do. He'll preach wow, to me. Wow. He'll pray for me. Wow. And he used to always tell me, hey, hey, bro, get out of, get out of here, bro. You're bigger than this. There's yeah. more to it. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. I always knew that. But you don't, you still a child. You don't know yeah. your pal. Right, you right. Know? So the system kind of had you there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, but in the midst of that, it sounds like the Lord was was working in your life. He was speaking to you and, and moving in your life. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe, you know, sometimes we ask why we're at a certain place, man. You know, we're there because we're trying to find the purpose that God has for us. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I know it was I was meant to be there um, or whatever, because that's how, even to this day, man, Mr. K is still like this. Okay, wow. He's even bought a house through me in real estate. Wow, you know wow, wow. that's he, awesome. I'm his yeah. realtor. That's great, that's great. So, so okay, so you're going through this process, and so real estate, I, you. so I was going to ask you your biggest inspiration, but it sounds like your grandmother was... <laughs> Well, uh, biggest inspiration. Uh, inspiration to you, uh... yeah. That inspired. Yeah, I was. I would definitely say that, that inspired me yeah, for real yeah. estate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's what I, I. That's that's the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wow. Just to be exposed to that, you know, mm-hmm. and from from your grandmother, you know, yeah. uh, that just uh, amazes me. So, what else about that? Because it sounds like you saying this thing has kind of been in your blood. You know, it's like it's in your DNA. So. What's yeah. that like? I mean, it had it's so so. I ended up. What happened was, I left that job and got a job with the government. Right, okay. mm-hmm. so I was working nine, almost eight eight years with the government, okay. with the Department of Homeland Security at TSA. Oh, okay. So okay. I ended up leaving them, and I went and joined Green Acres Police Department. Okay, I joined them doing dispatch. Wow. One okay. of the hardest jobs in the world. Is that man. right? I swear to you. <laughs> so, so now you go from the juvenile system, <laughs> working for the state, and then you're a dispatcher. <laughs> so it's interesting. I was like, why did you do this to yourself? <laughs> like I had it made over there at TSA. Yeah, I was yeah. so locked in. Uh-huh. I could have did whatever I want. They couldn't fire me because I'm already vested. Okay. You know what okay, I'm saying? Yeah. I get over here, 
I got people crying. They 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 child missing. So now I gotta do an Amber Alert. Okay. People don't ride T Mobile. Okay. Now I'm trying to dispatch PBSO for the Eagle. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, <laughs> man. That's like the most stressful job in the world. I don't yeah. wish that on my enemy. Yeah, I, I yeah. salute all dispatch. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna tell you what happened. Okay. I kept falling asleep on the job. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, my goodness. One time I had those dogs. I'm working mm-hmm. overnight, right? And uh, I just knew it was for me. I said, I said, I'm going to leave this job. I left one morning. I said, I'm going to leave this job. This ain't for me, man. Mm-hmm. Stressing me out. Couldn't sleep. And how they do it, I'm going to tell you what they do to you. Okay. If you call out from work sick, mm-hmm. they send the police to your house. They want to make sure you home. Wow. I said, man, y'all got me messed wow, up, wow, right? Wow, wow, wow. So, so I was finna quit. Yeah. They ended up firing me on my day off like Friday. Okay. So they, they called, and people called me and I had a box, had a box ready for me to pack my stuff, and they want to number God. Wow. Because that's what, that, I that, never looked back. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. they fired me, that's when I was like, you know what? I ain't never finna work for y'all wow, people no more. That opened the door for you to step out was, on faith, man. Yeah. Step out on faith because I knew what I wanted it and God knew that I wasn't gonna do it until yeah, I had to yeah. I had to lose my leverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was I had too much leverage. Too much, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. I know because I had another business. I had at the same time I was running the, I was running my cleaning service. Okay. So I'm doing my cleaning service during the day. And then from seven at night wait, wait, to seven. Wait, 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 hold up, brother. You got, you oh, got. Yeah, a, I jumped, I jumped. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. done, you done jumped a lot, man. Yeah, I'm you, sorry. You got I'm a sorry. cleaning service. Oh. So I had a cleaning service. Yeah, I had a cleaning service called Express Cleaning Service. Okay. And um, I was I had a contract with a, a, a construction company, so uh-huh. I would go clean their trailers. Right there by the airport when they mm-hmm. was doing construction for the airport, mm-hmm. I would clean their trailers on Wednesdays. And I had a daycare where I would clean this daycare out in Lantana, okay. West of Lantana. I would clean the daycare every night. Wow. Right? Okay. So, and then I had another contract. I had about yeah. three good contracts, but I was messing up okay. because the business failed because I'm working this job yeah. seven at night, seven in the morning. Mm. Mind you, I'm not there to monitor my staff as right. they cleaning this daycare. <laughs> right. yeah. So I'm praying to God that they doing what they supposed to do yeah. without me being there with yeah. their supervisor, right? Wow. And Troy, no wonder you, you fell asleep on the job. <laughs> you got- they ain't even catch me. They ain't catch me. I, well, what, what caught me was when that the phone went in the ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't nobody answering that phone. No, I had to answer the phone. That was called me. Oh, nobody ain't catching yeah, sleep. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, I think that's great though that you had that kind of um, determination to say, "I'm going to make it. I'm going to either I got to because you know why? hustle. You know, I when I look back at it, right, um, I was making more money with my cleaning service. Mm. I had a contract with a daycare that's a national recognized brand. Wow. So it wasn't, and they were in the process of giving me the new West Palm Beach location that opened up on by the uh, 95. Okay. I didn't get it because my staff didn't mm-hmm. perform while yeah. I was working this overnight shift. Wow, wow. You know what I mean? So I lost that contract because I wasn't there to supervise it. Mm-hmm. Then with the Wednesday thing, they was it was construction. At the time, that was my first business. So at the time, I admit that I was wrong in this regard mm-hmm. because... Y'all delayed pay, paying me. Mm. 
So you ain't paying me my money. You want me to keep pulling up to Mm -hmm. keep sweeping and mopping y'all floors, taking y'all trash out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And here it is. This sixth today, I know every third day I'm supposed to get my check. Okay. So by day 75. (laughs) I'm out of here, huh? I was out of here and then my check came day 76. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, if you just could have held out, man. <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. well looks like you <laughs> Well, I don't blame you for having the drive to do things to work, man. So yeah. you're you're not afraid of work. Nah, so that, man, I hustle all my life. Man. Yeah, man. That's all my life. You know, the scripture said a man don't work, a man don't eat. Absolutely. So you 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 are you're not a you're not a partial to not working. So now, so here is the this thing now, real estate. Now, I think that's a good business. Now, you're a real estate agent. What's because that's you have to go do the certification, all mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. uh, who directed you there? I mean, looks like you, of course, you saw your grandmother with real estate, but in terms of agency, now, um, I don't think nobody ever directed me there. What happened was, I was doing, I was doing, um, taxes too. Right. <laughs> You're doing that. So, man, you a jack of all listen, trades, brother. I got fired, right? They yeah. fired me. Yeah. I was already, and I was doing taxes too. <laughs> okay. So, they fired me. I'm uh-huh. already doing taxes. Uh-huh. I made more money doing taxes in those three, four months. And I was, and then my salary was for them okay. working over there. Wow. Right. Okay. So, after tax season would come, after tax season, make you a nice little nest egg mm-hmm. or whatever. But, that money like drug money. Okay. So it's like, it go fast. <laughs> yeah. That okay. money go fast, right? Yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, you know what? I got to do something else on top of this. Mm-hmm. So boom, I go, now I go get my real estate license. Okay. So I go take the test. I go to the school. Um, I went to Gold Coast. It's mm-hmm. on Lantana and Jaw. Mm-hmm. I went to Gold Coast. I took the week. I took the accelerated course. It was a week. Okay. So I think I go to class from like nine to seven. Okay. It's like a 63 hour course. Wow. Okay. Right. So I do that, pass that, boom. While I'm going through that, I'm going through one of the hardest periods in my life. Mm-hmm. Me and my son, mom, had just had a bad breakup. So now she using my son as a pawn. Mm-hmm. So I'm not able to see my child. So now in the midst of this, Depression I kicked in, like I, it was rough. Like that was the roughest part of my yeah, life. Wow, wow, you know what I'm wow. Saying? Um, it was and you're bad. trying to prepare, study. To, I couldn't pass that test for nothing. Wow, yeah. I could, like, too much going on, man. Too like, much up in people, the head. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Like people always ask me, how many times it took you to pass that test? And I can honestly say I don't know. Like I took that test so many times, and wow. every time I was. There, like there, right. but it's just like I couldn't get over it, and it was because I was, I was going through it, man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I really hit rock bottom. Mm. Like I knew what it was, like really hit rock bottom. Wow, wow. And it was, what was hard about the process was, you hit rock bottom, but you ain't got nobody to, to help you. Mm, wow. I get emotional now talking about it. Yeah, right? yeah. But you persevered, man. You were determined. Yeah, it was hard. Cause, cause if you did not pass. But yet you kept going back yeah. to say, I'm going to get this, man. That that takes a lot of determination. Well, and that, again, speaks to this whole idea of faith 
and how you integrate your faith into the work you do or into your life as a whole. So uh, if I was to ask you, where has God been in the midst of this? What would you say? Where he is was God? Right there. He was right there. He was right there. But see, you know, we as people, mm-hmm. we live in a popcorn world. Mm-hmm. Put it in, put it start, boom, that'll be your results. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's a test without a testimony? What's yeah. testimony without a test? Sure, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So when I was going through it, when I was going through what I was going through, God was just preparing me for what mm-hmm. I was about to inherit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I had to do that. I had to go through that to be the man that I am. Yeah, my yeah. daddy did. My daddy wasn't there for me, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to. I didn't want my son. I wanted to break that curse. Sure, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. I didn't want to have no, a. I didn't want to have a curse, black boy yeah. out here by himself. Yeah, yeah. So I, I stood in the pain. Mm. I, I got a lawyer. I paid for the. I'm going through all this. I went and got me a lawyer. I paid for the lawyer. Once I paid for the lawyer, I remember one night. I used to. I used to be drinking real heavy mm-hmm. when I was going through that. So I used to be drinking Remy. And uh, I remember one night I was drinking. It was like on a, it was a Thursday night. And I was drinking, and I just stopped. I was like, I can't go home. And I was like, when I go home, I ain't going to come back out till I pass this test. Wow. And I went home, and I did not come out the house, period. Like, when my bathroom was in the room. Mm-hmm. So I take a shower, come back out. Started for my test. Wow. Want something to eat? I go downstairs, make me an egg and bacon sandwich. Something, something, really, mm-hmm. that's what I was something, eating. Yeah. Something really light like that. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Go back upstairs, close the door. And then I went and took the test. When I passed, I just. Wow. <laughs> I was crying and everything. Yeah, that's I knew that's it great. was on. I knew yeah, I, I, yeah. Like I wanted it. Yeah, but yeah. But I, I finally, once I put that. That's how I paid for that lawyer mm-hmm. to get custody of my son. Mm-hmm. That was wow. it. That pressure was off of it. And yeah. then I ended up going through the courts. And yeah. that's that's a process, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of men, a lot of men, it's a lot of good fathers out here mm-hmm. who want to be good fathers, yeah. but they have to, they go through what I went through. A system, like, yeah. We shouldn't have to have a yeah. system yeah. tell us how to parent. Yeah. And our children. Right. We should be adult, be able to be adults yeah. and sit down and co-parent. Yeah. When you get them people involved and get that paper involved yeah. with a structure on the days you can see your child and the number of hours you can see it, like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't well, have to be like well, that. Well, I, I applaud you for doing I mean what you're supposed to do, but but wanting to be with your son and yeah. wanting custody. Do you know how many uh, young men don't have that in their life. But it's a lot of us that yeah. do, though. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. when I went through my um, situation, mm-hmm. I went through it in private, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then when I won, it was crazy. When I won, I had just celebrated something. I don't remember, but I was going to Orlando mm-hmm. when I won. And I remember I made the post on Facebook. So many dudes on there, like, dang, bro, and I know you was going that. through this, bro. Wow, like, how I can how, help me, bro? Wow. Who your lawyer? Connect me with your lawyer. Like, wow. it was so wow. many brothers going through that, and there was women actually on the post upset that I'm actually showing dudes how to do how to, this, how to get how to, that, yeah, how you know to what get I'm saying? Kids. Yeah, 
Cause wow. it's it's a dirty game that they play uh, in the courts. Yeah. The wow. courts don't respect men. The, yeah. the courts don't yeah. like well, they don't. They, I thank God for my lawyer, and I thank God because yeah. see, God had already showed me, and that was another thing when I was going through the process. God showed me um, where I won custody. He showed me where I lost. He so it was crazy. Like I I was I was mad. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I was mad because <laughs> she had one to put me on child support from a child, right? She put me on child support for a child I couldn't see. So now here it is. I'm paying you child support, but you I still, still can't, can't see my see son. Yeah. Oh my. And I'm texting. That's how I beat it, though. I, I use all my screenshots in court. I went to Walgreens, okay. printed okay. out my screenshot. All right. All took right. it to court see, and showed man, the judge. Like, look. You're using your head, man. You got to be smart because yeah, they slick. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so what happened was he showed me in the dream Well, I was at the podium. And I lost my child support case because they was like trying to get me for like three hundred and some dollars a month for child support, almost four plus back pay from the very first day he was born. And I'm wow. showing them what he was on my paperwork on my lease, like I wasn't absent. Right. Yeah, but they don't care. Wow, but so, you had the documentation. To, they ain't care. Yeah, yeah, they ain't care. Wow, they ain't care. Wow, people don't care, man. Wow, I'm gonna tell you what they did to me. And people said so when I wanted to go contest it. You get a haircut? Yeah. How much pay for your haircut? I told them what I paid for my haircut. And at the time I was getting a haircut, haircut was like 20 bucks, $25 back then. So I'm like, yeah, I get a haircut every week. Okay. Tally it on up. You buy groceries. Mm -hmm. All my expenses, they asked me, oh, you can afford it. Boop. Child's poor went up. Wow. Almost $700 a month. Wow. Wow. So it's a dirty game. So God showed me where I lost that. But then God also showed me where I won the custody. So when I dreamed that I won the custody, oh, I was I was at peace. (laughs) I already know he done showed me. You got the victory, man. Go ahead and rest. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So how has the real estate been going? I mean, has it do you sense that this is uh, what you should be doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about your your real estate venture here. I love real estate, man. Um, it's rewarding. Mm-hmm. It's rewarding to be used as a vessel. Okay. To be able to to be able to let God use you to help these people obtain um, home ownership. Help their dreams come true. Yeah. I always speak about generational wealth. Mm-hmm. You know, for so for for what three four years before COVID, hit, mm-hmm. I was hosting a first time home buy seminar for free in the community every month. Wow. I did it consistently every month. Wow. Well, I would, well, me, I would get myself, my mortgage lender, my credit repair specialist, and even I would bring in a title company. Mm-hmm. And and in that two-hour, three-hour seminar, we're educating the community wow. for free Man. on what it takes to get home ownership, wow. what it takes to repair your credit, what it takes to apply for a mortgage loan. Wow. So you take the mystery oh, yeah. out of it because, you know, a lot of, lot of people, they're a little little uneasy about trying to get because they've been told no so often mm-hmm. and and haven't gotten the facts about what it really takes so you deal with you just went through all the different things that you teach people that's yes, that's great yes sir yeah we walk them through the whole entire process oh, wow wow you know what i'm saying yeah, we, yeah. and um we have so many success stories too i have so many success mm-hmm. stories where i've literally walked people from the process from my home buy seminar all the way to the closing table. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. And it's it's rewarding. Yeah. You know what yeah. I, mean? I got a client who's a classmate of mine, a very good friend of mine, right? 
she was actually, she would have been the first house I sold. Okay. She would have been, but she had some delays, mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, the devil got busy. Mm -hmm. But there's no greater power than God. Than God, that's right. So what happened was, her name is Tiffany. She called me one day. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sitting in my driveway. I had just gotten done dropping my kids off to school. She said, Troy, I don't know why, but I keep seeing this house. And God keep telling me to go get this house. But I don't got no money, Troy. I don't got no money by no house. I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I'm like, okay. I believe in God. Mm -hmm. okay. She told me, God said, go see this house. Let's yeah, yeah. What yeah. a house there, Tiffany? Let's go check it out. Let's get pre-approved. She ended up going through the process with me. She trusted me, got pre-approved. She said, I got pre-approved, but I don't have no money to close. She said, but God told me to ask for $8,000. I'm getting the goosebumps. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. She put on Facebook that she need $8,000. She got $8,000. She got $8,000. She, she, and she closed on the house. Wow. And like, it was God. Look at God. It was nothing but God. Yeah, and to this yeah. day, her she still owns her house. Mm -hmm. And she's all, and God keep continues blessing, blessing her. her. Yeah, wow. Continues blessing that house. Wow. Like, when I tell you, she'll call me, my mortgage just got reduced. Like, God just, <laughs> God showing wow. up. God ain't, ain't <laughs> nothing happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Wow, thank you for sharing that story. If you had to uh, give advice to someone that may be uh, going, uh, who desires to be in real estate or in their own business, what might be maybe the top three things that you would tell them they should do? If you're looking to get into real estate, mm -hmm. I mean, it depends what lane you're going in, but you go my lane, which is, being a realtor, mm -hmm. I would say first thing you do is um, I would recommend everybody join a team, join a successful team. Okay. I think okay. that's one thing that I would So by a team, you mean uh, a, a agency or organization that's already doing it? And yeah, doing so it a well. lot of real estate companies um, have um, brokerages. They have teams mm -hmm. under them. Mm -hmm. And I just think a team helps shorten your learning curve. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You already have somebody who's been through it. Sure. And they can tell you how to skip these two steps mm -hmm. and get to point gotcha. A gotcha. to point B without having no no crashes. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. You need some direction and a little guidance. So, so have a team. So okay. I recommend you join a team. Okay. Um, I think the other thing is I would say focus on implementing systems. Okay. And sticking to a routine and time management schedule. Okay. For real estate. Yeah, yeah. Just being yeah. consistent. Yeah. So I guess part of that consistency is it takes a disciplined life to be able to do what you do, right? It does, yeah. yeah. It does. Okay. And, it, and it, it's hard. Like, ain't nobody perfect. You know, we yeah. all fall off the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Like, today well, I had a rough day in real estate. You know what I mean? So I checked out about 2.30. Because mm -hmm. I had two deals blow up on me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got one deal that should be closing Friday. The seller, the, the buyers, they don't went missing. They not answering the phone. Mm. So that deal going to die. Then mm. I had another deal that just got canceled. So it happens. Yeah. It's, in real estate, 
you got to take with the good, the good with good. the bad. Yeah. And sometimes there's a lot of bad, more bad yeah. than good. <laughs> yeah. But, but consistency is important. I mean, you got to stay with it, right? I mean, yeah. so, so yeah. So the team, have a, have a good team, be consistent. What else? I would say be, be, be teachable. Teachable. So a lot of people get in and they get egos. Like I'm, in, I ain't been in the game ten years yet. I've probably okay. been in the game. I'm been, I've been in the game seven, maybe going on eight, seven, eight years. Okay, okay. right. I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. I don't pretend to know it all, but I got resources and I got people. Yeah, who got sixty plus years in the business who I can go rely gotcha. on. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I just think a lot of us come in with egos a lot of us have this thing where we want we want to put the horse before the carriage how they mm-hmm. say it yeah yeah and yeah. i go through some stuff man you ain't went through the, you ain't got your you ain't got dirty yet yeah right so now the area of real estate that you are focusing mostly on is residential yes sir okay but uh you are also i, I was reading something where you're also in Interested in investment properties and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I assist right? with. Um, yeah. I work with investors. Okay. In regards to having them with investment properties. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's what your grandmother got you into. That. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. That was my inspiration. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I always say that. Even in my home buyer seminars. Yeah. That's my introduction. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. So the mo- you, I've, it it looks like you've already told me one of your most challenging situations, and that was when you were trying to go through the process of getting into a real estate with the test and and having gone through the divorce and trying to get custody. Is that the most challenging that you've experienced since you've been in the business, or is there something else? What would you say that's been the most difficult, challenging thing that you experienced? No, nah, that would be it. That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what really like. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I, I mean, and I can understand that. Yeah. yeah that yeah. was it. So then what is the most successful thing that has occurred since you've been in the business? Success is defined yeah, by so many different yeah, things, yeah. you know. Some people would, you know, I sold a million-dollar property on Single Island, a million-dollar condo. To okay. some people, that was my first million dollar transaction, yeah. right? Wow. So, so some people that would be success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I would say my success is my family. Okay, okay. That's for my wealth. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I got a beautiful wife. Yeah. We got beautiful children. Yeah. Beautiful grandchildren. Yeah. And, you know, if you know me, you know that's what. That's that's what I'm all about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love when I get home and <laughs> she on the couch with her legs like this or something yeah, with, yeah. with a cover on and the kids running down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, so that's good. I'm a because, family man. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, because that's your life is, sounds like a balanced, uh, full life. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. Any goals that are out there for you? I'm going to give this to you. Okay. All right. I have a goal where I want to start, um, I want to start like a real estate academy type thing, but I want to, and because in real estate, and I probably get catch some slack for saying it, but um, 
it's one of them industries where where like you don't the black the black community is for one we not all the way together. Okay. So it's like you might have a few who you can reach out to to get some help, but I wanna I wanna bridge that gap. Okay. Okay. And I wanna also a lot of us just don't get the training and the help and the and the coaching and the mentoring. Okay. Okay. In the in the game that we should. You so know you saying? want to empower. So I want to empower. Yeah. Realtors with um. With what just getting started. Right. Okay. And okay. then also being there throughout the process. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. So that's something that I want to do. Okay. Um. A lot of us just don't have that coaching and the mentoring yeah. that we need. A lot of us be like, damn, what do I do? Like, what's the next mm-hmm, step? Mm-hmm. Or how you get through this wall? Mm-hmm. We all hit the wall. Yeah, yeah. We all, hit the, we, we all go and win a few months without getting a check. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I believe you're going to do it. I mean, <laughs> I believe I, you're going to do I it. I believe it too. Because I think there is a market for that. There yeah. is The need is so great. Yeah. Uh, and the, the fact that... You understand it, and because mm-hmm. you understand it, you can pour back into it. That's that's great. Now, uh, since you are uh, a family man, and how many kids do you have? You, I have two. My two. wife okay. has two, so okay. we got four. Okay. Together. Are you encouraging them to maybe follow in the real estate business? Are you? No. No, you let no. them kind of do, do their thing. Do, yeah. Like, like um. Uh, like Sean, Sean, twenty years old. Okay, he followed his mama footsteps. Okay, so my wife is a um hairstylist, gotcha. salon owner, uh-huh. hairstylist, YouTube okay. influencer. She has her own products. Okay, um, wow. So there's entrepreneurship oh, throughout yeah. your family. Oh, That's yeah. good. So Sean is a barber. Okay, he just got his license. Okay, and so he's a barber. My daughter, my wife, just had a um. A one week summer camp for her salon at her salon where she mentored young girls for wow. a week on wow. doing hair from from start to finish. Wow! And it was and and it was it's gonna it's gonna be a non profit eventually. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. I don't know. She's still working that out. Okay. But none of the girls had to pay for this event, right? Wow! And my daughter was one of the girls who attended. Okay. And so every day I'm like. How's your day? How was camp? Yeah. She loved the camp. Like, what do you think? You think you want to do hell? <laughs> I, I think I want to do it for a hobby, but not my career. Okay. Okay. Ooh, what yeah. you want to do? She, I want to be an RN. You show? Okay. But my daughter's squeamish. <laughs> like, she she see blood. She screaming. Okay. So I'm like, you sure? <laughs> okay, baby. That's what, that what it is. My son, yeah. he ate. And yeah. I don't know what he want to be. Sure, yeah, he sure. he's, he want to he want to be he want to be these uh what them dudes is he watch on TV Paw Patrol not oh, Paw Patrol oh, but um yeah Gecko whatever them people is man. <laughs> well uh the ninja stuff all yeah. That. yeah yeah but but one thing I think the theme that is running through your family though Troy is this uh, theme of giving back I mean oh, yeah. you know I mean that's that's great that that becomes uh, a priority for you in terms of wanting to, you say your wife wants to, I mean, train people, equip people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where does it's, that come from, man? Come from God. Okay. But God, did, was somebody model that for you? Did you see not that? Not in my lifestyle. Not yeah. in my life. No, I no. didn't. Yeah. 
nobody in my life did that. Wow. You know wow. what I mean? But it's just, I believe that you can't have, you can't have your fist closed. Mm-hmm. How you gonna receive something? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta give. It gotta balance out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I believe in tithing. Yeah. But I might not want to go put five hundred dollars in the collection plate. Mm-hmm. But what I might want to go do is spend two fifty on getting some meals prepared, mm-hmm. and then another two fifty on buying some blankets. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Or yeah. I might just want to go. Get get all the youth together and, and feed the youth or give yeah. them back. Like I, I'm a part of a group called the Foundation Builders, and we we go out to the schools and Good. we talk to the youth yeah. at the schools. Yeah. First day of school, we out there giving out high fives to all the students as they get out their cars <laughs> right. in all the right. mornings on the first all day right. of school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we deeply yeah. we deep in man. the community for yeah. real. Well, you know? I love that. I love that man. That you have that spirit of of giving back. And because of that, you know you won't lose. I mean, no. you, you, you'll be blessed as a result of it. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, is it okay if I have a word of prayer with you? Absolutely. All right, let us pray. Eternal God, I am just so grateful to hear Troy's story and to just watch how you have uh, directed his life. And Lord, I thank you because uh, even as he has shared his story, the journey, it hasn't always been easy. But in spite of the challenges, the difficulties, you've always been there for him. And he knows that. He sees that. And he sees your presence in his life. Thank you, O oh God, for the work he's doing, particularly in the work that both he and his wife are doing to give back, to help equip those who are in need of growing in specific areas and opportunities. Thank you, O oh God, for being uh, a director, a spiritual director in his life. Bless him, dear Lord. I pray that you would extend his boundaries, O oh God, that more and more, greater and greater would come to him as a result of him living closer to you. So I thank you for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen brother. Amen. Hey, we like to present um, a, a tumbler to our guest. It says power to be or uh, on the on the tumbler. Okay. And thank you. Every nice. time you see that, you'll think of of us absolutely uh, we believe that people uh who are integrating their faith and their work ought to be connected ought to be creative and courageous and i think you're all of those you're connected you. you're creative and you're courageous so thank you for being with us today thank you i appreciate the invite man i wish man so much prosperity and blessing to you in the podcast man i, okay. I, I watch i watch your show okay i, I checked it good. out before good. i came on all so right. i was i watched a few man and good. you got something special here good thank you my brother you god welcome. bless you god bless you too to our to our audience thank you for joining us today and we thank god for our guests Come and be with us again next week on the Power to Be show. God bless you. We would like to thank this episode's sponsor, Living Word Christian Community, located at 2390 South Military Trail, West Palm Beach, Florida, 33415, where Dr. Terrell Bird is the lead pastor. The worship service begins at 10.30 a.m. in person, on Facebook, and Instagram Live.